Welcome everyone to another great episode of Four Layer Takes. Tonight we will be discussing Insecure's final season, episode six, I think. Tired, okay. I'm your girl Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl Mel. It's your boy Marcus, aka Mr. Fuck Them Kids. <laughs> okay. Hey, okay. I, 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 I've never empathized with Issa more than at that moment. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. More help. Woo. All right, then. More help. I thought I you were going to say. where you were going with that at all. <laughs> for like 100%. Right. I thought you were, it's like, there's so many significant deaths that happened this weekend. I, I thought you were going to go that direction, but I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that, no. I could have sworn that's who you were going to be. Um, yeah. the, the designer. Yeah. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Yes. No. Yeah, he passed. Oh, okay. No, no. When Issa shot that thing like stuff, I, I was like, "Hey, girl." <laughs> oh, I cracked the fuck up. I was like, "This bitch." That was funny. Hitting threes with babies. That was really, <laughs> really funny. I screamed. <laughs> I screamed and hollered. <laughs> right. <laughs> I screamed and hollered. Okay, so we're getting into it. Um, I the way I screamed and holler when she did that was just beyond because I, I was it was such a serious scene. I'm like, yeah, she's really like healing. Like this is so beautiful. This is so gorgeous. <laughs> I was like, oh god, I did it too. And I was like, this oh. is so he was so cute and innocent. And this bitch was like three. <laughs> I was like, this is all a dream. Oh, this is a dream. I'm so no way. I have the most gullible person in the world. Yeah, I was like, there's no way Issa has gotten this mature in, uh, in the hallway. Overnight. Like, Overnight. <laughs> so we open up the show with uh, the scene. It left off exactly where the scene, um, we started exactly where the scene left off last episode, episode five, where Issa was in the hospital and she saw um, Condola, Lawrence, and baby Elijah in the corridor at the hospital. We know that Molly's mom is in the hospital, so Issa's up there as well. So we find out quickly that Issa is in a daydream. Uh, she walks up to the fam and she's like, oh my gosh, you, you know, how are you guys doing? Can we just not be awkward? Can I, you know, like, Kendall's like, you want to hold the baby? And I'm like, this is so much growth. This is just like, this is a black, beautiful empowerment. This is just overcoming all of our pettiness. This is really <laughs> fantastic. And then Issa, we, we realized quickly that she, we're in her daydream and she then takes the baby, th- th- uh, slam dunks him into the garbage pail, then kicks Condola, like karate kicks her into the garbage <laughs> pail and then threatens um, Lawrence. And I was like, bitch, if you're going to hit anybody, why don't you punch Lawrence in the face? Push his ass in the, in the uh, garbage. <laughs> this baby ain't do shit to you. That's a pretty ass baby. Oh, and yeah. Condolia didn't do nothing to you either. Like you, you need to get somebody to get him. Get him, sis. Break little, baby, little baby Elijah hadn't done nothing for you to he be shooting hoops with him. He has done nothing but get a bad nickname by his dad. Yes, yes, that. <laughs> Terrible. What should his name be? He lied or something. Uh, yeah. Ja uh, is weird. <laughs> Not Elijah. It's weird. Uh, so thank God that that was just a daydream and that baby Elijah and condolences is okay. They're both fine. So then we see the next scene, Issa's at her house and she gets on, you know, you know how like if you get your heart broken or you want to see your old boo, you go on IG, go on social media, see what they doing. And she has realized now that uh, Lawrence has moved back to L.A. And I'm like, I feel like he should have did that to be near near his family. Definitely that's, that's a reasonable thing. You know, if you want to be in your kid's life, you know, try to make the effort to be near your child, especially since that he's just a tiny baby. 
I wonder if we're going to get more details into that because it seemed like he just needed to be in San Francisco because of that job. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's back. Like, did they make some sort of, did he quit his job? Did he make some sort of arrange? I, I just wonder if we're going to get some details on that. I mean, on that maybe one. I'm huh? Maybe his job remote after COVID now. Well, we ain't acknowledging COVID on this show, remember? COVID, COVID doesn't exist. COVID, COVID don't exist. There's no, Marianne, there's no Marion strain in, right. in this world. There's no Marion. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully he did get a promotion or maybe he got another job. I don't know. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Um, I think they're going to have to tell us something because at the end of the day, Issa and Lawrence, this is their story. They're going to have to come back together in some points. So I think we'll find out. So the next thing we see Issa and Nathan in the bag get nasty. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, I like this. They're just so intimate. I love that. Um, oh, this is just I a really up. weird scene. I, I cracked It was a so weird, uncomfortable scene. Much. Yeah, it was so awkward. I it was, was like, awkward. Oh, that shit was so funny to me. He was, it was bizarre. <laughs> was like, you love that? He was like, yeah. What yeah. else do you love? Huh? Do you love something else? Because I told y'all I loved you last week. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like are, you, are y'all playing, you playing charades? What are you playing? Y'all playing, like, what are, so she is riding, she was so, Issa is I had just never ridden nobody that fast. That She was riding so fast. I was like, maybe I'm doing it wrong. She's going to break his dick off. I'm like, clearly, you're going to break his dick into little pieces. Clearly, it's going to be broken yeah. off. Clearly, y'all don't remember Natari in uh, the Notorious Big movie, because that bitch was... Like oh yeah, oh, yeah. she was fat, faster than that. She was like, <laughs> So this scene from Pornhub. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> right. So she's so Issa is riding. What we're talking about, guys, if you haven't seen it, Issa is on top and she is riding our friend Nathan for dear life and trying to drop hints for him to say he loves her because we know that she said in the last episode that she loved him and he kind of didn't say it back and then just kind of kissed her so she felt some kind of way and i was like um i don't think this is the way to to do it like you shouldn't be playing scrabble you shouldn't be saying you know connect for on somebody's dick like this like you need to say what you need to say like okay these are the two young these are the two youngest acting adults i have ever seen on tv y'all act like children Right. They got they got to get these laughs because that bitch was like, "What else do you love, huh? Huh? What else?" You love? <laughs> I thought she was like, "You love the place? I was cracking up. You love the barbershop, right? Like, right? God. Name five. Name two, top five things you love. <laughs> okay, for real. not you, right? <laughs> not you. <laughs> not it. Not it. Not it. <laughs> if you say I love you during sex, that don't even really count, though. I don't. I feel like if I, you I, are I, in I, love and you fucking no. and you say it, it's okay. I, I so if you that. have sex with your wife and oh, whoa, 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 whoa. stop the press, hold up, get off the dick. So if you are having sex with your wife and you tell her that you love her, she said that she loves you. It doesn't count. No, no, no. That's, that's different. I'm saying like, we're just like y'all are married. Exactly. Exactly. We married. But I was saying like just somebody that, like, we, you know, we just started, we just getting out of a relationship, but it's just some mm-hmm. random person that I'm fucking. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't married. Like mm-hmm. I just said a lot of shit that I know I can't uphold or believe in or don't believe mm-hmm. at all. Ooh! So the more like, other stories, like, like, like what? Like what? Tell us and, more. What have you said? And, and, <laughs> We're gonna get our I, pins I, and paper. I got, you, I got you on the ring. That Birkin wow. bag, I got you. That type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, we might have to cut this out, but uh, I have Ooh. said it during a special time. Cause you know that's how you communicate. It's a part of communication to your husband or to fine. your boo thing. To your boo thing or to your husband. Well, he wasn't my husband yet. I mean, 
this puts in mind. I know it ain't mine. It, it was early. It was early on in yeah. our relationship. So what did he say back? You were like, I love you. And then what he was like. I don't even know if he said anything because I was thinking, I can't believe I said that. So I don't even know if he oh. said anything. Aww. Oh goodness! I got oh, a little, man. I got a little thug tear rolling down. <laughs> are you needing to tell him this? I was trying to be a G, and then I couldn't be a G, and then it was like I did like Issa. I just like in his mouth, blah, and I was like, I can't take it back. I can't take it back. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't think I've ever said that during sex. Me either. No. <laughs> ever. I've said some other shit, but I ain't never said yeah. it. Uh, yeah. And I, I was like, it was like an out-of-body experience. So I don't know. Like, I was hey. like, what happened? Okay. No, not like that, but like... Oh, I was like, good job. Nah, nah, my body, what was, you put good it job. down. Put it down. Good job. I was just like, wait, good what job. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> You learn something new every day. You should have added a this to the end. Like, nah, as she was nah, saying, nah, 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 this, this, this is what I love. <laughs> I, I really love this weather that we're having. It got real awkward because I was like, what did, no, I can't. Oh, well, it's out. Okay, well, it's what it she is. Was, he, he was putting in work. She just, she just rewarded him. That's all. Well, I didn't say it for a long time after that because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get the wrong idea. Yikes! Oh my god! Please tell you. Please ask your husband. Did he like? Oh, I. Do you remember this time? Blah blah. blah. Did you hear me when I said I love you? And see what he said. Oh my gosh! Is he gonna remember? (laughs) No, he's not gonna remember. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm happy that you survived it. Right. I mean, I survived. I'm kind of with you, Marcus. On um. Stuff a lot of stuff said during that act don't really count. Now with your spouse, sure, but like I have had some bizarre stuff said to me, and I'm like, I hope you ain't mean that. <laughs> Cause that like right what? Do tell, do tell, like what? <laughs> some weird ass shit. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. the weird thing? <laughs> tell us. What is it? You know, just all kind of, you know, just bitches and cunts, <laughs> and I'm like, well, all right, are we in England? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this took like a hard left turn. Somebody get yes. that track. So I, you know, I don't even count that. You know, say <laughs> Well, you know what? In the moment, she. But I was just like, she was. So, she was concentrating so hard. I'm like, that dick can't be that good because you concentrate way too hard on this. I was like, she, she was concentrating on getting that. I love you. That was yes. <laughs> good night. Oh, well, that was funny. Poor Nathan. But you know, I wish that Isha would have. You know, just act like an adult, and then y'all can have the conversation. So uh, after the next scene, I, I split into the barbershop and the hospital. So we see uh, that Nathan is at the barbershop. You know, they're cutting hair, doing, you know, getting work done. And Suge's uh, <laughs> clients are just sitting there because Suge late. And I guess he's always late or his clients are like, you know, he, uh, he, he late. And this one man was like, dude, you need to hurry up because my wife gonna think I'm cheating on her. Like, I'm like, how long have y'all been there? Is he just, is he that hot of a, you know, a barber? So Nathan um, decides to help Shook out Shook's clients and cut their hair. And I just like, I've never done hair professionally or anything like that, but I just know it's very sacred to not touch the head of another barber or beautician, even if you have a certain nail tech. Like, if I go into my nail shop and I don't call first and my nail guy is there and somebody else touched my nail, he gets upset. And I'm like, okay. So I just, I'm happy that he tried to help, you know, 
the clients, but maybe he should have shot show the text or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That was just, it's just, it's just, a, it's a really murky, murky water. But sure, could also be more professional and get, and get to fucking work. Definitely. Right? I mean, I definitely agree. But honestly, the relationship between a black man and his barber, I wouldn't say it's abusive, but it's like, it's a, it's weak. You give that person a lot of grace that you wouldn't yeah. give any other person in your life. That's, <laughs> but, I, but I feel like that's uh, what a, like, black women like i feel like that's just what we once you find somebody that's really good at doing your hair like you're gonna figure it out like i'm like i used to get to the bar, to beauty shop at 5 a.m because i knew you know i'm like okay my beautician probably she gonna she i know she'll be busy i don't want to be in her now all day can i just be the first person here yes i will leave my house at 4 30 to get here and get my hair done but i loved her and she loved me and she was really great so. yeah. my, my hairline is precious it. my hairline is precious and i appreciate him taking care of it Yes, so he lay a little bit, but yes, it's a mur- it's murky water. So, hmm. but that's gonna come back, you know, later a little bit later on in the episode. Right. Um, so then at the hospital, we see Issa um, is helping Molly's family uh, at the hospital. She's brought her her brothers and her dad lunch, and that was that was a really cute scene because uh, she's on Facetime. Like they they love us on Facetime, man. I'm like I'd be irritated if people be calling me on Facetime, but they love that shit. It's so, COVID, so they're huh? trying to. It's still COVID, so they're mm-hmm. doing things like using FaceTime and things like that, so they don't have so many people in a scene. Yeah, that makes sense. But I was like, oh god, I hate when people do that to me, especially when they, like they don't text me first and they just start FaceTime me. I'm like, just FaceTime. I don't know, I don't like it. So um, that was a really cute scene with them, and you know, Issa is really stepping in because Molly has to go to her office retreat for company retreat. So she's just trying to be there for her friend and um, and her family. So we see that uh, Molly is at work. She's looking so, so cute. Like just these cute suits. I love her whole color scheme. Like she's just, she's in such warm, lovely colors to see this episode. I really love them. And uh, she of course is having a hard time focusing. She's on her phone. She's texting, you know, she's trying to check on her mom because her mom still hasn't woken up at the hospital. And she still, for some strange reason, didn't tell the people at her company and her colleagues and her mom's in the fucking hospital. So they're kind of going blind thinking that she just is kind of flighty when she does have real, you know, real life family stuff happening. But I'm just like, lady, y'all to everybody, if you work on mm. teams of people, especially, you know, when you have large teams, you have a lot of shit to get done. Please let people know that if you have a family issue, you don't have to say what the issue is, but you can let your team know that, you know, I'm going through a little something right now so they can, they can know what's going on and maybe support you a little bit better or, or help out a little bit more. But that shit, like, come on, y'all. She did briefly mention that she had, um, but they didn't say why. Well, Mm -hmm. later in the episode, she was like, I know I have been, I have taken off a lot or something, Mm -hmm. but they didn't, they never said why. And I was like, okay, I guess that's why she didn't want to take off yet again (laughs) or seem like she just going to be somebody that's going to take off all the time. Like, oh, now it's your mom. Oh, what was the last, it was Flavor Flay last week. You know what I'm saying? But they just never said, I didn't understand why she why she made that statement like the show has never i don't know that the show has shown she has taken off a lot or whatever but that's she just briefly mentioned that as i guess yeah. the excuse excuse as to why she never told him so i don't know i don't know i, I didn't i didn't quite get it because i'm like it doesn't matter if you have you know time to take off and take off but just let people know because that's so they can they can at least be ready to help you or help themselves like one of the album. Um, so then the next scene, um, I'm calling it the uh, on the block and at the retreat. So 
what this was a really really cute scene the way they opened this it was Issa and her her assistant and um, y'all please I don't know why I always say her name wrong Koya 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 I don't know why I say her name wrong every time in my head in my head I have her say somebody else so her and Koya are just going to meet um, maybe a potential new client that's another a young clothing brand young people of color so they uh, go by this newsstand and they pick up a magazine and they see that the block um, events are being mentioned as a part of the black art walk and we remember last season this episode um uh the last season they were at the art walk the black art work walk was Issa and lawrence and the lady that is kelly her name her real name is natasha she was the director of that episode and she's the director of this episode so they kind of tied it in really cute with mentioning the black art walk so i thought that was really nice um to have that call back for natasha so we see them going to meet this new clothing brand these young kids kind of you know in this store and they're really excited they want to you know sign them you know do some business with them and really grow their uh, brand and come up with a marketing strategy and they were like oh wait a minute yeah i want to work with y'all wait wait what's y'all name the block they were like no 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 we good we gonna pass and then (laughs) yeah they were like uh because they were so high they're like oh look at them knowing us look at us being you know (laughs) look at us balling blah blah blah." they got their faces broke because they were like no uh-uh. I know. Well, first of all, I was like, Issa, you can't trust them because that's Latrell from on my block. <laughs> the damn gang member. That was I was what like, you can't him? trust that was him. I was like, you can't trust Latrell. He killing people at oh, birthday God. parties and shit. No. Oh, <laughs> sad on my block. It was a good show. Yeah. Uh so we know that Crenshaw is on social media and basically dogging Issa and the block out. So a lot of people in the neighborhood are starting not to trust her or her brand. So it's really, really hurting her at the moment um, with having him, you know, push negativity out there in the streets. Um, so hopefully she, you know, now they know that this is really serious and that people are listening to Crenshaw. Then we see at the retreat, Molly is kind of relaxing with her colleagues after a day at, you know, at, at meetings or whatever. She's still trying to check on her mom and make sure she's okay, texting her brothers. And uh, her, her uh, colleague, uh, Torian, and two other women that work at the law firm, and then one, one young guy, they were like, I mean, let's play this game. Like, what did y'all really think about us? And what did we really think about you? And they were like, uh, Molly, we thought you were stuck up and too good for us. And bitch, you could have drank this, go down to the Starbucks. We ain't got no, no hot steam or cappuccino machine. Like, basically calling her out for acting like she was better than everybody else when she came into the law firm. And we know that she had kind of a rocky start uh, with a lot of Mm -hmm. her colleagues. Uh, So they didn't really fuck with her like that. So they end up having, you know, kind of drinks and they having all the top shelf, you know, uh, uh, whiskey. And I was like, okay, with the Japanese whiskey call out, y'all gonna do some big things. All right. Y'all ain't drinking no Jack. This is is right. But I loved it. It was like, I love just seeing black people like enjoy themselves and like be sophisticated and have, you know, good drinks and food. So I really like that. Like y'all fancy, huh? Fancy, fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all know what y'all drink? Well, y'all know when, the, when they put the corporate car down, y'all know y'all got to drink. That's all you're doing. So we see that the next morning, Molly wakes up in her hotel room and she is hungover. She don't know, even know where she is. She just, you know, kind of like, what's going on? Um, and <laughs> she sees a man's watch in the bed. And I was like, is that a Rolex? Like, is that a Mavada? What kind of watch is that? It was really cute. Mm. So she was like, oh, God, who did I fuck? Who watches this? Uh, let me just go downstairs and get some, get some, you know, breakfast. And everybody knows when you're that hungover, the best thing really to do is to start off just drinking again and then, like, go into coffee. Like, if you, when you're really, really fucked up, just get you a Pabst Blue Ribbon and then call the hair of the dog and you'll 
What do they call it? Boot and um, what's it called? What pat- the hair of the dog? Hair of the no, dog. No, 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 no. Uh, never mind. Like when you drink, throw up, and you just go right back to drinking. It's called booting something. I oh, to- I don't know. I don't know. I never heard of that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not alcoholic. I'm not saying do that, but I've been, I ain't I've no been, alcoholic. <laughs> I'm not alcoholic, but. Again, like if you're at a bachelorette party, you got to rally the next day. It's like you only day two of a bachelorette party. Wake up the next morning, start drinking. I'm telling y'all, it's going to help y'all make it through the day. It's I'm, called I'm yeah. It's called boot and rally. Boot and rally. Oh. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. This. Didn't know. Okay. I just thought the best thing to do was drink some Pedialyte. Not, you can uh, have Pedialyte first, but if you, if you open up your day with a Pabst Blue Ribbon, just get you a shitty beer, knock it back. You're going you're gonna to make it through the day, I promise. <laughs> So she goes downstairs and she sees her colleagues. So Torian is over there or whatever. And uh, she's like, oh, let me go, you know, sit with them or whatever. And they're like, I mean, you was, you was turned up last night. They had receipts. They had video. And I'm like, bitch, you need to delete that video. First of all, that is not cute. Delete it. Period. <laughs> she drunk, dancing, everything. I thought she had slept with young boy. I thought, first. I, thought, I thought at first. I thought she had Torian. I was like, uh, where where bald head at? Because he like he only date Becky, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I felt like Torian just was not interested in women this oh, whole okay. time. Oh, okay. Uh, that I was the vibe I, I was getting. I thought he was married this whole time, and then I I guess realized, oh well, he's not married. But I don't know. I just got married vibes from him. Initially. They have really, they have really written Torian in a way that, <laughs> that we didn't know anything about. Right. Like, right. We know he shaves his head every morning before he comes to work. Right. That we know. We know he gets the clean shave. He clearly is not going to Shug because he ain't coming to work. So we know Torian going to the <laughs> people doing it, but get, right. get to work all that. So she brings down the watch and she's trying to be slick. She was like, oh my God, somebody dropped their watch outside my, you know, my uh, hotel room door, like down the hall, like really far away from my room, whatever. And I'm like, bitch, you ain't slick. So Torian's like, oh, that's my watch. And she was like, do we fuck? Do me and you, do we, do we get together? He was like, no, we didn't, we didn't fuck. So I, I can't see, okay, Kim, I can see where you would, would think that. Okay, that makes sense. So we find out that that's Torian's wife. But again, at the end of the day, when it's all said done, you need to delete that fucking video, get it off your phone, delete, delete, delete. I would sit there and watch and delete it too, because period, that's not cute. Let me call it a day. So she gives right. Torian his watch back because we find out it's his grandpa's um, watch. So the next scene, I, I you know, divided this into Crenshaw and the shop. So we open up with Issa bringing brownies to Crenshaw's, uh, you know, like his shop, his workshop or whatever, mm-hmm. as like a peace offering. I'm just like, you should have bought some real people food. Like you could have brought. Oh, you could have had brought some uh, weed brownies. Like maybe that would have, maybe that would have went over. You could have <laughs> brought some. I'm like, now you know you came in here looking real ridiculous. So she's trying to smooth over, uh, you know, with Crenshaw or whatever and hope, you know, hoping that he would uh, stop bad mouthing her on social media. Um, he is not going for it. He is not fucking with Issa. Um, and he's still upset about what happened at the fashion show when she put the brands um, once over what his wants were. And then he kind of had to wild out or whatever, which I'm still I can't not 100% say- sure. Why is he? I'm still not understand why he did. Right. I'm like, it seems like I'm everybody like, benefited dude. from it. I'm like, everybody's thank you. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I don't understand. I was like, Issa, Issa wasn't wrong. You, I you can't stand that dude. One that was wrong, right? Like, I can't stand that dude. I'm because like, you're you... wrong. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're wrong, <laughs> you're wrong like, but you're fine. <laughs> and you're wrong, but you're fine. <laughs> Your beard looks great, but you're wrong. <laughs> but you're wrong. 
<laughs> I, I, I mean, I think it's difficult. I mean, I wouldn't like. I mean, we're all creative, but like he's like an artist, and in in so to speak. No, you're not Kanye. I, Calm down. You're not Yay. No, it, 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 it just like you, you know what I mean. But like you, you like artists, like like. You, I mean, you, but as you, but, you, you just have to be, you have to be very tactful in how you handle them. Yes, but. You know, we've all learned, and, and maybe this is the point, he's just fresh out of prison, so he don't know shit yet. But most of us learn throughout our career that mm-hmm. there's some give and take that you're going to have to make, like, True. you know, and to I get put on. Yeah. Right. It's like he wouldn't have even gotten an opportunity without her. Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. it worked out. But, you know, to hold this grudge, I could see being a little mad for a little while, but to hold a grudge this long and go out your mm-hmm. way to bash these people on the Social media, like, dude, find you another, find a hobby. The fuck? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but what he's also doing is keeping other artists from getting on. That's mm-hmm. like, you're, you're also not helping you're limiting. You're talking about, I thought we were in this to help the community. Well, it seems like you helped yourself and now you're blocking her so she don't get any help and anyone else. You're just blocking everybody now. Mm-hmm. He blocked. He be, he, he be, he be, blow CC. He blocked. You know what I'm saying? He blocked everybody. You know he blow You blocking everybody blessings on the block. Yes. But you are beautiful and your, your beard looks great and your teeth are beautifully white. And right. But you're, you're still so, wrong. And you're so fine. We'll give you three more opportunities because you were fine. But after, but after that, it's over. No more after opportunities. That, after three more opportunities. <laughs> three more opportunities you get. Y'all got to see him in that Doja Cat video. Y'all got to see him in that Do- with that. He got this grill and it's like he got these white contacts in and he got this diamond grill, y'all. Those are did it. She brought it out. I was like, oh my God, but you're, you're still very beautiful. And but and, and he, the, he had some beautiful clothes in there too. That, I'm like, that orange dress he had in that back, I don't know if it was a dress or a coat. I was like, I need that. I need, who made this? I need that. They had some that gorgeous clothes. That's the song from the Silhouette Challenge? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Uh, so uh, he is basically, but, but Issa still truly never apologizes. And I feel like if she would, and I, hum, I mean, I know that she still feels like she's in the right, he's in the wrong. I get it. But again, like Mimi just said, in business and as you were growing your career, sometimes you do, you also have to humble yourself and say, you know what? I'm about to take one for the team. I am so sorry. I, I made a wrong decision. I would love to work with you again. Like just do what you have to do to move forward. But um, she does not fully apologize. And he calls her out on his steel. And she basically, he was basically like, the only, the only reason you're here is because you must need something from me. And it's true. She needed you to stop bad mouthing her on social media. <laughs> <laughs> right. Eat these, olive, eat these olive brownies. <laughs> eat these olive brownies and give me that right. shirt. Because I like that integrity. Especially <laughs> that she was hot too. I liked it. And give it a said, there olives in these brownies? That um. shit was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have him in every scene from that shop, period. If you in a uh, Crenshaw shop, that big man need to be in there at all of the uh, olive scenes. Um, so the next thing we see, we're back at the shop. So we're, it cuts to Nathan and we Suge is late again. They're like getting their rent together to pay the rent for the shop and everybody's, you know, giving their cash or whatever. And he's late, but he rolls in with a nasty attitude. And he was like, they're like, oh man, we, you know, we getting the rent together where your rent. He was like, oh, Nathan got it. Nathan was like, I got your rent. What's going on? And I was like, I'm a little bit confused. Why are you so irate? Like you need to bring it down five straight up five notches and he's really feeling some kind of way because Nathan had cut his client's hair 
And he basically, this was the dumbest fight I ever saw in my whole life between anybody or two, definitely two grown, man, grown men. And he was like, you know, I bring the business. I bring the celebrities. You don't do shit with your bipolar ass, your sensitive ass, you bipolar. I, I, thought, I, was like, I, thought, I thought most of the irritation it seemed to be was that Nathan was the newcomer to the show. Because they, because he was like, you brought Nathan in or whatever. So it was like, he probably... Who brought, who brought him is, in? Is that I don't know. He, compounded, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. He just mentioned you brought him in or this new dude or whatever. That He kind of briefly yeah. mentioned it like Nathan ain't been a part of this barbershop crew the whole time. So mm-hmm. Nathan is the newbie of all of them. So I think that was part of the irritation. Part of ir- irritation. That's probably residual irritation from him being the new dude to the crew anyway. And then this new dude take my client and he bipolar. That, that was just some compounded overtime shit that just came out at one time. That's what it seemed like and to me. I was me. just like... That's so stupid. It was just stupid to me. It was so <laughs> I feel like stupid. Uh, so pay your rent. Uh, Be show on up time. your clients. <laughs> then you wouldn't even have this issue. But what I, I, I didn't like, mm-hmm. this is why I didn't like, because Nathan was like, they were like, I'm not going to deal with him when he comes, right? Everybody else was like, mm-hmm. no. And Nathan was like, oh, I can deal with it. Like, he gets in your face. You, you don't deal with I it. Was I was mad. Nathan like, ain't swing on him. I'm like, Nathan, why you ain't swing on this man? This man has <laughs> called you everything but a child of God to your face. And when, you he just him, when he called him Nathan, when he called him Nathan, let's talk about grandma be saying it. Nathan, your album fell out. That's hey. funny to me. Playboy, Playboy. Nathaniel, Nathaniel got my rent. I was like, who is that? Is he new to the show? Right. <laughs> we know Nathaniel, but I don't know about Nathaniel. I was like, so, Nathan, don't cry. Swing on the dude. I, right. I, was I was like, like if he about to cry in this show I'm he did look like he was it. about to cry i was like yeah. come on yeah but that's when you know you really gonna fight it when you start crying you know you know somebody about to swing that's why i was like here we go but guys i'm like we're all it's black excellence if you if you have new people come to the shop you fill up all the chairs make that money get your names out there do big things guys we can all do this together black excellence but i mean we should also give him credit for being measured in that in that situation though he would have got dropped anyway. You think so? I mean, but then, you can't be then, talking all big and bad saying, oh, I'm going to handle it when he comes. And then when he comes, you handle nothing. <laughs> you handle that's all. But right. that's Nathan's MO, though. I mean, if we see that in the last scene, too. Like, he, I'm like you talk real big shit. When it comes down to it, you you close up. Oh, bye-bye. Or get ready to fall, or be like, right. I'm leaving. I'm leaving this. I'm leaving Houston. I'm leaving LA. I'm leaving Chicago. I'm le- like, damn, Nathan. Your ass stay leaving somewhere. Can you, your ass stay leaving. <laughs> right. Well, leaving ass, leaving ass, Nathaniel. As Jay Z, as Jay Z said, no matter was it Jay Z? Somebody said it. <laughs> no matter where you go, <laughs> no matter where you go, there you are. You, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said it on this, but that's one of my sayings. Now, this is also Nathaniel. You can't be so sensitive about being bipolar now. I mean, if you're going to tell the people, and all I have to say to you is, with your bipolar ass, and then you get all mad, uh, you're not in enough therapy or something. Right. No therapy. Cause I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm bipolar. I'm about to be man. I'm about to be manic right now. Check this bipolar. Right. Check this bipolar hook. I'm about to put on you. Get my meds now. I'm off my meds now. Would you caught me on my bad day? Nathan got a he got a book up like that. I don't know what he's doing. Nathan, get you a thicker skin, buddy. We don't need you a thicker skin. Like, didn't he just say, 
Poor millennials. In the in the last episode. <laughs> Y'all can't make it. Didn't he say in the last episode, my daddy told me that if I got in a fight and I came home and I lost it, I, he would do something to me. Yeah, he right. Isn't that what he said? Right. Yeah. He did. Unless his he name just Shug. He last right. week, right? Yeah. Unless his name Shug and he bigger than me. And then I'm going <laughs> to cry and leave LA. <laughs> Why you making slick ass comments? That was my thing. You don't, don't make no slick ass comments to Shug and nobody else in this shop and you're not about to back it up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Calm down. Bray, learn how to braid here in college today. I said he went from talking all that shit to just being like, I don't, I don't know if LA for me, man. What the <laughs> hell? Bye. <laughs> Bye. Are you gonna do like me? I did. I, LA one for me either too. Either I just packed my shit up and left too. So do what you need yeah, to do, Nathan. I don't do think it was do. because Suge just called you bipolar. No, nah, we would have fought. I ain't gonna lie. We just told that fucking shop up. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> I'm toxic, so we gonna let you know what we about to do. We ain't gonna ain't talking no shit to me. Now mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you out. Keep your money, in your pocket. No sir. Uh, so the next scene we see is at the retreat, we're back at the tr- retreat where Molly is and um, we see her messing up her presentation. She is, you know, trying to focus with her and Torian to get this presentation going um, about the rebranding of their law firm. And you kind of see like in the back of the room, it seems like it's their senior, um, senior associates or maybe the owners of, of the law firm. And she just messing up her phone, texting and texting and she just going left and right. I, I don't see how Molly still got a job. Like every time we, every, every time we, halfway, halfway, every time we, every time we see her give a presentation or something, she messed yeah. it up or she calling out. Like <sighs> it, she ain't um, ride the Maverick Maxine Shaw because when that bitch was on, <laughs> when that bitch was in the courtroom, she was whipping people left and right. Like she was on it. Oh. We saw her win. This one right here, I'm like, uh uh-uh. no attorney at law. Yeah, yeah. The way, the way, the way after we, because so what Torian, so she kind of is seeing her phone vibrate. I'm like, first of all, you should have sent a text message to your brothers and your dad and to Issa. Guys, I'm going into my pre presentation. Um, I'm going to have my phone off for this amount of time. I'll check in with you ex- at, right after the presentation is over. If mama wake up, give her a kiss for me. I will get right back to you guys. That's all you got to do. You looking at the desk, fumbling over words. Hey, read. I'm like, bitch, turn around and read the screen if you can't. Your dress is real cute. So that was real, real high. Like, with that yeah, her dress was beautiful. And she was beautiful. But I'm like, you looking, you looking everywhere, but where the fuck you need to be looking. And thank God for Torian because he did swoop on in. But I'm going to let you know right now. What would have happened if it was me and her? I'd have been like, we're going to make it through this presentation. Molly, I mean, I would, I, <laughs> when I tell you, I'd have been like, me, I'm going to need you to meet me downstairs outside. <laughs> like, when, you know, outside. The front, <laughs> we go to the front of the back of the hotel, but me and you about to have a real life conversation about you fucking up my money. My good father money? Uh-uh. And I, I'm like, I don't know how she has a job. She is so fucking unprofessional. I'm like, you don't, you, I, how, how sway? How you must be writing some good ass legal briefs. You must be the number one legal brief writer up in that whole law firm because you are clearly cannot be worth it. Right. It's some shenanigans. Right. Shenanigans. Um, so after the presentation, you know, Torian's kind of joking with her. They go down and get some drinks, and he's like, Oh, my back, you know, my back is really hurting from carrying you on the in the presentation. And <laughs> she she finally tells him, like, I'm so sorry, you know, she apologized, I'm so sorry, you know, but um, my mom has been in the hospital. She's you know, she has a stroke, she's sick. And he was like, you know, damn, I, you know, like like all of us, like, damn, you would have just told us, I'm sorry, your mom is sick, you know. And then he lets lets it known that his brother had cancer treatments last year, but he, you know, didn't let anybody know either. And I'm like, so is y'all a law firm just anti-family or some shit? Like, y'all, 
you got to get to a better work environment, guys. This is not healthy. This is not okay, guys. Go work, you can work with Nathaniel. You can work with Shug. I don't know what you're going to do. But, you know, and I like that he said, you know, work is not more important than life, which it's not. And for a person, this is me talk. I've had pneumonia twice while working and did not know I had pneumonia. When I got to the emergency room, when I was feeling too bad, they were like, where you at? Where you been? I was like, at work. Where you been? Like, that's still, that's, that, but that's a crazy way to think because, again, work. If you die on a job, if you die, then people not going to do number send flowers to your funeral if they do that. They're going to hire somebody in your position. Like, take the time. Be what you're, do what you need to do with your, for yourself and your family. Do the self-care. Do the love. But put, don't, put, don't put this work over y'all family and everything. And I think that COVID-19, even though they didn't write it in the show, is showing all of us that right now. Right. So um, we kind of see her and Torian kind of connecting. And he was like, damn, I didn't know you had a family. This shit had me tickled. He's like, I didn't know you right. had a family. I'm like, you know, she had a, where did you think she came from? The orphanage? Right. <laughs> Tommy, and she was right. like, yeah. He's like, I thought you had a cat. But I did. She gives off strange cat vibes. She gives off cat lady vibes. Real talk. <laughs> she, does. she gives off not crazy cat lady, but just cat lady vibes. And she was like, I don't have a dog named Favorite Flav. He was like, she was like, you know, he's a rapper. He's like, I know who that is. I was like, right. <laughs> a black person having to explain to another black person who Flavor Flav is. I was like, okay, I, I, I need to know. I need to go back and see who watched the episode because I'm like that a crazy, crazy <laughs> portion of it. But it was nice because they actually got a chance to, you know, kind of connect. So I like that we're seeing through this episode that she and Torian are, you know, kind of connecting on a more personal levels. So that's kind of a nice thing. So this is actually another part of the scene a little bit later, but I'm going to put it into this scene as well. Um, so Molly um, is in her room a little bit later and she gets a FaceTime from her brother. And then we see that her mom has woken up from her uh, coma, but she's not speaking yet. So we don't quite know the extent of the, the after effects of, of her stroke, but she's really excited, really happy that her mom is now awake and her brother's like, Dude, calm down. You're asking a million questions. Like, can we just be in a moment and be happy that mommy's up and, you know, and with us? So mm-hmm. he calms her down. And I like that her brothers, this, I know Curtis seems like that he's taking a little bit more of a leadership role, like in the family. So I, I like that because she needs some help. She's overwhelmed. I, I just got to say that scene made me very nervous and uncomfortable. What mm. scene? That's the, the scene the, where they were all excited that she woke up. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm Why? just like, because y'all are too excited that she woke up. I, I, it just made me nervous. You know how in a lot of movies and they are all yeah. excited. Oh, they made it. They made it. And then it's like. Soul you know, food vibes. Soul food flashbacks. They, yeah. Like 30 minutes later or the next episode later, it's like we have terrible news. It just made me nervous. And I'm like, I hope that's not where we're going. But it's just something Ugh. about how I was shot and how excited she was. And she was about to cry. I'm just like, oh, my God, please let this lady make it because y'all making me super nervous. Thank you so much, Debbie Down. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> 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 it's just, how they shot it made me feel that way. And I was like, yo, I don't I like this. That vibe. You I did? got that vibe. But I took it as like the doctor had already said, like if she wakes up, it's mm-hmm. going to be a long road and she'll have paralysis. So I kind of took it as like, yes, yeah, she's awake, but that's mm-hmm. just the beginning of whatever is about to happen. Yeah. 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 So we see that, you know, her mom is up and uh, she gets a knock on the door and it's Torian. He's brought her her uh, swag bag that the partners of the law firm have given because she missed uh, picking it up. And this was like the most 
it was cute and awkward at the same time. She was like, you know, I want to make sure you had it. She's like, my mom just woke up and they hugged or whatever. And I'm like, okay, then you're not right for sure. And that was the weakest swag bag I've ever seen in my life. It looked like one shit in it but a mug. I was like, all I got was a mug. That's it. Look, literally, but it, they were like, you can do so much with the mug. It's so versatile. That she had me tickled. <laughs> oh, they had me tickled. They were trying to so They tickled. were trying to continue the conversation, but I was yeah. like, well, what was the point of them giving y'all a mug when y'all don't even have a coffee station in the office? You gotta go down to the mug. <laughs> I was like, they could have at least gotten right. right. I was like, they could have at least gotten a mug with the top on it, so she can go down and have her reusable cup. <laughs> I guess she's gonna have to put pencils in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little there was a little top on it though. They had like a little top on it. Um, but it was really it was cute. But yeah, they could have I mean if you're like a powerful law firm, you could have maybe put like a t shirt or you know, like some cute a little cap, a yeah. Right, a water bottle, <laughs> a, a bag with a mug. That you can't even use because you ain't got a coffee station. Right. But it was kind of cute. Like they they hugged a little bit or whatever. You see them kind of, you know, getting a little bit closer. So I'm I mean, I'm excited to see where this can go. I think that I think it could be a cute relationship if he doesn't tell her, hey, I- I'm not really, I'm not into you. I think they could work because I think he put her in her place. A hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. In the same way I thought, well, Andrew did put her in her place, but she yep. just wasn't ready to receive it right then. So that was, but she might be more ready to receive it right now because she sees she'd be fucked up all the time. But do you <laughs> think Andrew, she- it took Andrew too long to get there. He, it just yeah. took him too long to put her in place. Yeah. Torian is like immediate, but I mean, but it's also like, uh, do you think Torian being a black man, she received it? That's that was my question. That's, that's probably black. Yeah, that's probably because they had that weird, awkward uh, episode with her brother, with his brother in Mexico. Were they in Mexico? Where mm-hmm. I don't know her, whoever it was, said something, and she's like, "That was racist," and they were like, "Well, you know, it was just mm-hmm. weird." I don't know. Yeah. But th- yeah, I, I agree, Marcus. I think that it definitely has something to do with, I think if they do get together and they are like a couple or whatever, and he puts them in a place, it's going to be a different, re- she's going to have a di- different reaction to him than she did Andrew. Right. So I think that's gonna be inter- it's going to be interesting. So let's see, cross our fingers. So the next scene is another, we, we go into Issa's second daydream of the episode, which I really, I like, I like these little daydreams. Um, that they, they they put in here that and one was funny i mean all the daydreams be funny but that shit mm-hmm. and his and his dick grew two more inches <laughs> oh my god <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> it was ridiculous so Issa's picking up food um and she's standing in line waiting for her order and she turns around and there's condola and like it just even the way she turned around yeah. what did she say when she grabbed she said, her she's like oh my god i mean i'm yeah i'm hungry you you hungry too some shit like that like what you doing here <laughs> It was just everything was so perfect. So she turns around and Condola's like, I just want to thank you, you know, for giving up on your, you know, basically talking about giving up on her relationship with Lawrence. And she's like, yeah, I mean, he has a new job. He makes a billion dollars and his dick grew two inches. You know, how like those long strokes were even longer. She I was, was like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do like those. What? <laughs> those are fantastic. Oh, then she's like, oh, look at this ring. It's not like that little corner store ring he got you whatever yeah. she said yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like damn condolences you being really rude right now I was um, like snap back clap back condolences oh clap back all the way back um and then uh condola turns around and she kicks her in the chest and then she falls into the garbage uh the garbage uh bags or whatever just oh like and she it was like how you 
how are you getting your food before me? She's like, well, that's just how it works with winners. Like, she's like, I was here before you. Like, God damn, I can't even get my taco first. Can't even. Ooh. Then uh, as Condola walked away with her food while Issa sitting in the trash heap, she's like, own your choices. And I was like, damn. Ooh, your boy. Your boy. So, everybody, um, everybody in this show needs to own their choices. You too, Condola. You literally too. everybody. Literally <laughs> right. everybody. Own your choices. When you put that on a t-shirt, crochet, crochet, put that on your t-shirt. All your choices. Please. Yep. So hashtag inter- integrity. <laughs> um that yeah that was that was a, that was a really really funny scene um and I, I feel like I I like these I don't know if I like them more than her her rap uh persona in the mirror but this is funny it, they're they're I don't know I feel like because it's another person and yeah. they're playing out her worst her worst fears it just made it it's just really really funny yeah. so and then to see Condola act like that was funny when she when she kicked the shit out of her she felt the trash bag I was done right and just laying okay. in there just she, she could even get up. Did they do any daydream scenes last season? Like I don't remember. I don't them doing so. this for a while. I don't. I have, I don't remember it for a long, long time. Only the mm-hmm. only the rap mirror stuff. That's mm-hmm. as, that's as daydreamy as we got. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with last like seasons, it. we had the little television shows. Oh yeah, and that's this right. Season, we don't have any of the television shows. Mm-hmm. Right. We, I, I thought they were going to, I was like, are they going to now uh, weave in her mom's book club, club at the gate or whatever, the pearly gate, whatever oh, yeah. it was called. <laughs> eight, eight Sundays, eight Sundays right. book club. So uh, we see that Issa's subconscious is really, uh, it's really fucking with her right now. Um, so she's, you know, questioning why she, why she's not fighting for Lawrence and giving up. And I think it's very, you know, telling that both of her daydreams revolved around Lawrence and Condola and that the kind baby. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. So our our last scene, which I have now been in a couple of, of spirited debates with with friends over Twitter, um, <laughs> <laughs> we go back to Nathan's house where Issa, you know, she just picked up the, their food and she brings it to Nathan's house. I don't know what that food was. I was like, don't eat that. It doesn't look very good. But I guess it probably was good. I think it was so, Mexican, wasn't it? Was I don't know. It just like some flappy bread. So I was like. Who is on props today? Because guys, this is she's, not she's the, every time uh, throughout this series when she's got Mexican, she will get one like one taco. Like if she goes to the food truck, she'll get one taco and it seems like she just got one of whatever this is. I'm like, bitch, who the fuck gets one taco? <laughs> Nobody. Not I, not I say cat. Not I'm, I, I'm, I'm always getting four. Like I'm just going to eat two now and two later and then I sit there and eat all four. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, every time every time it'd be so good so um you know they're in the kitchen and you can, they kind of both have had a you know rough day um but they are instead of being adults about having a rough day and saying you know i need just being honest and you know telling telling each other what's going on and that they need support they both kind of lash out and we see that nathan it's like, yeah, you know, it's so much drama at the shop. You know, it's it's some bullshit going on, and you know, I think about moving away. Um, and then Issa like, uh, hashtag wait. Like, it, I was um, confused. I was like, so okay. Now well, he mind just, you, he just dropped that in right? And he said it so fucking casually. Like, yeah, aren't your boyfriend girlfriend? I, was, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Thank you for this taco. I'm about to head on out like SpongeBob. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit, okay. 
So, uh, so he kind of drops that bomb and Issa's kind of just standing there in a kind of a daze. Like, did this dude just say he about, he would be okay with, with leaving. And we're like trying to start a new relationship. And Issa basically now it, now it comes out that, you know, she confronts him about, you know, damn, I said, I love you. And you never said anything back to me. Are we never supposed to broach the subject or you just act like it's nothing. Um, and then he, uh, he gets very defensive. Um, he's like, you always act like it's a, everything is about you. You know, he was like, you didn't even ask me why I was upset or why I was feeling a certain way. Um, it just, you making everything about you all the time. Uh, so, I, I mean, I get that. I totally understand. But, yeah. I was like, why you, you ain't have all this, you ain't have all this energy for sure. You ain't have all this energy that's you got Mia right said. now for sure. <laughs> that's what, that, okay, shout out to our friend Mia. She was on our podcast for Love Cap Country. She has her own podcast, Mia Chantel. Um, uh, since y'all don't, since y'all don't read. And, uh, she said that she was like me, I saw on Twitter. She was like me and my girls over had we mad and he had that energy for Suge. Why are you bringing this? I was like, I get it. Calm down guys. I know, but he's, I still feel like he is kind of the victim in this situation because they're both shitty assholes, but okay. Let me, let me turn on my summer walker and let me really just focus on the show. Turn so. the summer walk off. <laughs> Damn. It's so good though. Okay. So we see now they're both upset. They're going back and forth. He's feeling very defensive. Um, she's feeling kind of abandoned, like, damn, you're just gonna walk out. You still haven't told me you love me. We're not talking about it in like a constructive way. He feels like, you know, basically calls her inconsistent. He was like, you know, one minute you're crying in my mouth. The next minute you don't want to see me. The next minute you want to be my girlfriend, boyfriend. The next minute you tell him you don't want to be with me. Next minute you talking about you love me. Like, damn, what, what do you want from me? He was like, what do you really want? Like, for real, for real. <laughs> and I was like, I thought y'all just had this conversation when it was an earthquake on a mountain um, at whatchamacallit's house party. I was right. like, I'm so confused. Aren't your boyfriend, girlfriend? And when she just ride your dick this morning, like, I'm just like, it's so much going on this episode. I want you to be Lawrence. That's what she wants. And, and it ain't going to never happen. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Just like the white shoes I happened with that outfit, it's not going to happen. Oh, my God. Happen. That outfit yeah, it's was not horrible. I was like, Let girl, what is going on? That's why you didn't get robbed right. your shoe worth. Um, so they're basically <laughs> just sitting there looking. They're looking at each other. The, their argument doesn't, It's not, there's no resolution to the argument. They don't talk anything out. They don't solve any problems. They don't act like adults and just sit there, turn the fucking TV off, put them nasty ass looking tacos and poppy tacos put your wine down and like have a conversation. And so at the end of the, the show, they're just sitting on the couch being mad at each other, not eating and kind of eating, watching TV. So I was just like, hashtag what? Guys, <laughs> grow up guys, grow up. And I'm the person who loves all the these episodes like, are ending weird. Like they're all mm-hmm. ending at a point where it's like, where's the rest of this? And then the next episode is starting at another place. I don't know. It's, this yeah. well, this one, well, weird. this one, this one started where the last one ended. At least, yeah. Yeah, at least this, this one, started one, one, this one did. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> That's yeah. like, what is all this energy that he has given her? No, I'm. You were telling me about your day, and it's taking mm-hmm. me aback because now you want to leave LA. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like, well, wait a second. What are we doing? <laughs> right. I was just so sitting there. I was the like, so we're both in the back. So was Nate? Are y'all on Nate? Team Nathan? Y'all team Issa? I'm just team. This is the Love Jones. <laughs> this is the Love Jones scene when Nia walked. Nia Long walked in with her boyfriend, and both of them had a bad day. And he started snapping her about eating up the last cereal. And she was like, "God damn, I had a bad day too." And they just couldn't work it out. It was this is the cereal scene. They just both had a bad day, and they both <laughs> fucked up. And that's all it is, because that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you both just have a bad day and you're just both be assholes 
it does. But they're happy. setting it up for Nathan to just disappear. Yeah, like, like, it's a setup. Yes, Nathan always does. <laughs> Next episode, Nathan will be in Miami. He will be yes. in MIA cutting hair. <laughs> he will be down there with DJ Khaled cutting hair in Miami. Right. Right. <laughs> So I don't know, man. This left me very, it left me very, un- I felt very uncomfortable at the end of this episode. That's how this episode left me. Like, yo boy, I felt great. I mean, de- definitely Nathan definitely had his points. Exactly. He, 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 was, he was hitting the zingers. That's why she was like, what did she just say? Well, we don't have to talk about it now. Or something like that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I've been my like, thing is, click. Nathan, Nathan had already made that point. He made that point last episode when she was talking mm-hmm. about her mom and she was like, my mom is just all over the place. And he was like, yeah, and you are too. He made yeah. it the episode before, like he's made this yeah. point. So if you know that's who she is, then why are you still here? Why are you tripping? Yeah. What you here for? You he ain't going to be, he ain't gonna be here long. Right. He ain't going to be here long. He's going to be in Miami in a little while. <laughs> getting, into, getting into another fight with the next shoe down there. <clears throat> I'm like, you I didn't think have you to tell my mom pregnant. that you were my boyfriend. Like you didn't have to do all that. Like what are you mm. doing? Oh yeah, he mm. did do that. He sure did. I mean, yeah, he did do that. So, I Nathaniel, Nathaniel, Nathaniel. That shit was funny to me. But yeah, you that was Sug, You seem to call Shug over there to regulate. Like Shug, get your boy together, cause you know he shut the fuck up when you around. He get real humble when you around. Like. Yeah, for real. It's sad. Sorry, Nathaniel. Sorry, sorry, Issa. I just think that she needs to address this. You have to address the Lawrence thing to move forward. Because clearly this is too much unfinished business in your mind because your subconscious is going wackadoo. True, it, it, but moving, <laughs> moving forward without Nathan because like I said, they don't got no chemistry at all. It's None. It's forced. Like e- even the sex scene was awkward. Like, like they didn't, they didn't even look at you be having sex. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I don't know because I, I, that scene was supposed to be. <laughs> I, I know that scene was supposed to be awkward. Were you up there trying to get a "I love you"? Oh, hey, what else you love? You, you love you love the Lakers, Steph, Steph Curry. Else? <laughs> you love the Lakers, v the Clippers. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know sports. Look at me and all my sports knowledge. I know sports. At least you did get two basketball teams. Right. You, you ain't do the Lakers and the Raiders or some shit. Like, I don't <laughs> think they would face, I don't think they would face off head to head, Mel. Yeah. I really don't. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I love all the guys. I love all you sports guys. Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's soccer or football, European football. The real football. I watched Ted Lasso. I watched Ted Lasso. No. <laughs> But yeah, I love uh, that's a good ass show. Um, I just, yeah, I felt very uncomfortable at the end of this. Uh, I feel like don't eat your floppy tacos, turn off the TV and let's have a conversation. But yes, Nathan will be in Miami the next episode. Uh, he may call his cousin. I don't know. Um, uh, and I'm just, I just, I feel like once she talks to Lawrence and maybe if Lawrence tells her, like, yes, I'm back in L.A. to be with my son, but not my son's mother. We're co-parenting from a distance. I miss you. Do you want to hold my baby and not dunk him into a trash bin? Right. Then let's talk. Let's sit down on the couch and let's have a conversation, babe. Right. But I thought Tasha did a really good job. It was a lot going on. 
I also want to go back to Nathan real quick. And somebody said, I don't know, this therapy with him is obviously still not working because his MO before he allegedly was working on the bipolar issue was to just leave and walk out. And that mm-hmm. still seems to be his MO. <laughs> so it's like, who, like, are you talking to the right people? Or are you got the right combination? Because it doesn't seem like the behavior has changed that much. Your MO is still to just leave as it was before. Um, so, But he never said he was going to therapy. Or like, I, is thought he in therapy? I thought he did. He never, I thought know, he said he was on medication, but I didn't know he, he didn't oh, go there. Well, whatever. The, the com- he needs to uh, get that combination together because it ain't really seeming to be working. I don't know. I just feel like poor millennials, guys, you cannot let the world, you know, bobble you around like that. It's going to be okay, guys. It's going to be okay. If somebody makes fun of your bipolar disorder, just be like, are you about to put money on these on these scripts? No, then shut up and keep it moving. The self-loathing that you have when you say millennials is just knowing that you (laughs) are an elder you are an elder millennial i am generation x i am generation x my friend you're you're a a zennial if anything (laughs) i don't even know what that is i don't know what that is that's the combination name that they came up with for the elder millennials no no i realize i am definitely a gen xer yes ma'am we went to this hawks game and they were it was a concert and this uh-huh. lady was like, are you coming to the house game on Wednesday to see Gianni? I was like, I don't know who no Gianni is. She was talking <laughs> about Ghana. And I also don't know who Ghana is. So we're sitting there. <laughs> we're sitting there. <laughs> and they were like, from New Orleans? Girl, I didn't know who Ghana was. I was oh, like, I don't man. know no Ghana song. Let's, 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 oh, then, let's wrap the Ghana, Right the no, gonna come out. All the young people, woo, woo, know all the lyrics. I ain't know what the hell he was saying. I ain't know why he was looking like that. <laughs> then, <laughs> then young thug come out, and I also was like, now who the hell is this? And wait, 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 there, he was like, that's that's Young Thug. I was like, Young Thug and YT, not the same people. He was like, no. <laughs> oh, said, oh, wait. Oh. I get it. I said, oh, now I know Young Thug was the one who was going in on Andre 3000, not giving him his props about the situation. Okay, now I know who Young Thug uh, We are in the middle of the game. I tapped the young man in front of me. I said, young man, Mm-mm-mm. who is this? He was like, oh, that's Young Thug. I said, oh, you was right. That is who that is. So again, I had to accept in the middle of this two-song concert that I am a Gen Xer. I had no freaking idea. Yay! Well, well, first of all, Gunna is more Gen Z. You maybe, maybe you probably shouldn't know him because that's Gen Z. You most certainly should have known Young Thug, though. <laughs> that, thug that, that, I that ain't got I nothing to do. That ain't got nothing to do thug. with being Gen X, and then you just you just should have known Young Thug. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you was you was Listen. Still, you was still in these streets when Thugger was popping like that. Right, <laughs> right, y'all. I don't know a Young Thug song, and if I do know a Young That's Thug you, song, I don't I, know it. I swear, you know several Young Thug songs. Exactly. I swear on everything I know. As a the only way, the only <laughs> way I understood who Young Thug was is because B said, you know, he be wearing dresses and stuff. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, now I know who Young Thug is. Yeah. 
talking about, I still don't know a song, though. So I say all this to say, I'm born in 79. I'm clearly an Xer. And I just had to accept it. If you, if I feel like we are, I'm comfortable with saying that because I remember <coughs> when the internet came to my house and it was on our phone. And I remember going, I remember when AOL began. Like, uh, yeah, I remember we was having beepers and you had to beep your mommy and then your mommy had to beep you. And that didn't make, that didn't make any sense. Like, honestly, the beepers don't make any sense. So, yes, I am a generation <laughs> okay. X. Well, okay. they, they, they do make sense if they were cheaper than uh-huh. cell phones when you didn't have a cell phone. They we were like, no, cell phones they were like, weren't a thing. When that's I was what told. I'm saying. Cell phones I, weren't in, invented. They were big I, phones. I know. I'm saying that's why beepers made sense because beepers kind of preceded cell phones. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, if you're not a no limit soldier, or wow. you ain't no country money, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, Man. who are these people? You act like you don't know nobody after 2002. Come on now. I, pretty much, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. You can play some right now. I may have heard the song. I have no idea who this is. Because they all sound the same. It all sounds like one long song. So I don't know. I'm just so saying I that. I just that. had to accept it. And I just realized I'm old. And I just had to accept. I have to say that the average millennial is like 32 or 30, between 32 and 35 or something like that. So, I mean, or maybe like, yeah, like 32, maybe somewhere in there. So, like, people confuse millennials with Gen Z all the time. Millennials are old. I'm, I'm sorry to anybody that's over 30 that's like, I ain't old. Millennials are old. Thank you. I know that. That's no limit. Exactly. Now, if they had been at this game, I would have known who that was. They had a concert. They they had New Orleans. They recently recently had one. But I stressed Mimi out so much, she had to rub her forehead. She didn't know what to do. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yes, we're old. We're old. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm old. That's why I can't relate to Issa and Nathan and this foolishness. What is this? This is some shenanigans. It is some shenanigans. <laughs> I can't relate. Straight up. No, definitely cannot. Because this is, I'm like, y'all making y'all lives way more difficult than what they ever have to be. It really, it's real. Like, life is not this difficult. Just sit down and talk. Don't sit down here and eat y'all little floppy tacos. Like, I mean, I get it. Like I said, if everybody have a bad day, you y'all going to be assholes to each other. But I'm like, this argument really is not that big. Like, I mean, in a grand scheme of things. But again, millennials can't really deal with things. Used to have a helicopter parent. Ooh. That's better than jump shot parents or whatever Issa was doing oh, to that my. baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty terrible. That was pretty terrible. Poor baby. Poor Nathan baby. Nathan didn't have a helicopter parent. He had the parent talking about, I'm going to beat your ass if you get your ass beat. Yeah, that's sad. But I mean, but at least his dad seemed like he paid attention. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It's pretty sad. Well, we wish him well. Who knows? Poor Nathan. Again, I think that if Nathan does stay with Isa, he will end up an impatient. I I will. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm I'm going to stand by that. Your boy will be in a, in a hospital. Uh, if he fuck with her and should, his ass will be calling his cousin because he's going to need somewhere, somebody to come get him from the hospital. It's not going to be, it's not going to end well. 
It's not going to end well. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another layer, another, another episode of four layer <laughs> takes. Another <laughs> layer of four layer takes. No, <laughs> take two. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of four layer takes. Um, episode six of insecure season five, the final season, which we are all still very sad about. Um, but this is a really fun episode and I'm happy I got a chance to spend it with you guys. And um, our shout outs again to our friend Mia, who uh, was trying to argue with me on Twitter, but that's okay. I turned summer Walker off. Then I turned on her and I started getting to a whole different hair space. So we'll figure that out. That's a better hair space. It's a better headspace. Um, but guys, please reach out to us on all the socials uh, at Four Layer Takes on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Please, if you listen to us on um, iTunes, please rate and review our show so that we can get uh, more visibility on that platform. And you can listen to us on all the uh, streaming platforms. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Gooses. Bye.